Come on, clap your hands, everybody. Come on. Hi, I'm Henry Davis, pastor of the First Baptist Church of Highland Park in Landover, Maryland, a Bible-believing, Christ-centered, and Spirit-led congregation. I want to welcome you to our radio broadcast. And remember, there's power at the park. We stand, if we can, as we honor the word of the Lord and turning our attention to the New Testament in this particular service. The gospel according to St. Mark chapter 41 is where we're going to turn our spotlight. And of course, very, 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 very familiar passage that we share during this service. Mark 12, 41, and the New Living Translation says, Jesus sat down near the collection box in the temple and watched as the crowds dropped in their money. Many rich people put in large amounts. Then a poor widow came and dropped in two small coins. Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I tell you the truth, this poor woman has given more than all the others who are making contributions. For they gave a tiny part of their surplus, but she, poor as she is, has given everything she had to live on. Amen. You may go to your seats around the building. We want to come back to that 41st verse. Jesus sat down near the collection box in the temple and watched as the crowds dropped in their money. Many rich people put in large amounts. I want to talk this service from the theme on the lookout, on the lookout. And again, God bless you, brother. John Starks, your birthday this week too. God bless you. On the lookout, on the lookout. We're now in a society where, again, most of us, as we've come to church this morning, have turned on our security systems and our homes. Some of us are so, so high tech that we can, we can monitor, we can unlock, we can even answer the door, and we could be miles away. Matter of fact, we could be on another continent and we could still share greetings for the person dropping off a package at our door. It's allowed us, it's given us a sense of comfort to being able to understand and to being able to have the additional eyes to see, additional eyes to watch. The Bible tells us to watch as well as pray. 
We need to pray, but we also need to understand that we need to watch what is going on around us. Be aware of your circumstances. Matter of fact, you need to know, as we figured out on last week, and, when, and kudos goes out to our congregation, and both of our services, we had at the end of our services a fire drill. In less than five minutes, in both of our Sunday services, this, this building was empty empty. You ought to be celebrated. Some of you didn't know that because when you left, you got in your car and you were gone. And so you have no understanding. But the reality of it is we are on the lookout. We're on the lookout for different things. and We're on the lookout for positive things that could happen in our lives, opportunities which could come our way. For the person who is single, is looking for company, you're on the lookout. You're on the lookout. Keep looking here. You don't have to. You don't have to acknowledge that. But the reality of it is, we need to be prayerful and careful about everything that we do. And even though we do pray, there's still challenges that can slip into our homes, into our lives, and into our hearts. This passage is, is, of course, one of the most familiar passages in all of Scripture. This passage that talks about Jesus who is on the lookout. Many times they would tell ministers, do not get involved with the money because the money can get you in some serious trouble. And that's true. really can. you got to be careful about that. And so when persons come to me, I can say to you in a very... Uh, public way, I sign no checks. Amen, somebody. So we have to realize, and again, I can still remember the deacon who I had with me in Harlem because he had a very stern and mean look. He didn't necessarily handle the money, but I utilized his persona because when persons would come and they would ask me for a little help, I would say, see him. I would look at them, they would look in his direction, and then they would go in the other direction. No need of asking him. Jesus is on the lookout. We realize, and again, this is our trust God, our all-tithe weekend. And you need to know that it does not matter what I think or what a trustee thinks. It's what God knows. You could fool somebody. And you could fool somebody because of your surplus. Some in this room have that. Others in this room don't know anything about a surplus. We just know about trying to make it from one week to another. But whatever it is, how am I going to line up my life? We listened the other night. And, of course, on Friday night, Willie Jolly was speaking downstairs in the banquet, and he was talking about tithing. And it was not, and I would say how apropos it was that he would talk about tithing on our Trust God weekend. He would put in the atmosphere, talking about if you want real wealth, let's make sure that the tithe is out front. Now, Jolly talked about the tithe, the 10% to God. 10% 10% to investment and 10% in terms of my savings. 
and living on 70%. Well, again, we're just throwing out the idea. But whatever we do, we do not want God to take a back seat. And Jesus, in chapter 12, is watching. That's a th- matter of fact, those are three points we're going to look at in this service. Number one, Jesus is always watching. You, you might, might think that you slip the eyes of others, but Jesus is watching. And his, and his vision is good. He will not be confused. He knows what he's saying. You can't fool him. Matter of fact, they could fool you with the shell games in New York or when you go to the ball games in the arena and you're trying to figure out where is the bouncing ball. Jesus is always watching. Number two, Jesus sees into the essence of who we are. We see the outside. He sees the inside. And so we thank God for that. We closed out Friday night. There was a comedian downstairs, and she was absolutely hilarious, and she was talking about how Jesus sees the inside, and she was, she was dressed up. Miss Clarice was here, and she had all these funny clothes on. And, but, but again, Jesus knows the essence. He knows to your heart who you are, what you are about, what's driving you. What is, what is most important to you? As a matter of fact, Scripture says it also that where your treasure is, your heart is. Where your heart is, your treasure is. So I know what is important to you. What do you invest in? Number three, giving your all to Jesus will pay great dividends. Wow. Here this woman is. And she gives all. She gives it all. Matter of fact, I heard a minister say one time, when you get down to certain points, you might as well give it all because you can't make it on what you got. She was at that point and she said, I got, in modern language, two pennies. And two pennies now cannot do very much for you, but I'm going to give it. Matter of fact, it's not going to move the uh, thermometer. Many of you grew up in churches where you would go out in the lobby and they would have a thermometer. The thermometer was there because of fundraising. They would talk about their, their vision of building down the road. And, and you'd go out in that lobby week after week and you would see that thermometer. And it would seemingly not ever move. Seemingly not ever move. The reality of it is, do you have to, when you give your all to Jesus, Jesus will pay great dividends. Matter of fact, we're praying, we're paying great dividends this morning. I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus. I woke up, he watched over me all night long. Every day with Jesus, sweeter than the day before. I'm, I'm joyful. I'm excited about the very fact of the dividends that I'm not just going to draw on once I die. There are blessings that I'm getting right now. I'm, I'm, living, I'm living a blessed life. And the blessed life is the best life. I'm, I'm anchored in the word. And all of us need to be right there. Let's back up. Let's unpack it in this worship experience. Number one, Jesus is always watching. Scripture says that Jesus sat down near the collection box. 
sat close enough that he could watch, watch persons who would go. Eugene Peterson's version of this said that the folk came and they were just throwing their money in, throwing their money in. Throwing it, just throwing money, throwing money. You have you have you have been in a place where they throwing money. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you just keep looking straight ahead, looking straight ahead. You've been where they're throwing money. I had to do an, I had to do had to do a wedding, a, a group of another. Matter of fact, it was, a, it was an African wedding, and I was I was doing it, performing it, and the bride was coming in. I never I had never seen it before until that particular point. Uh, that the bride was coming in, and folk were throwing money, throwing money. But that was a religious experience. Some of you had been in some other places. I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to not. I'm trying not mess with whatever you did when you went to Vegas, because you said when I go to Vegas, it's gonna stay in Vegas. But you've been in instances where you've thrown money. That bachelor party, that bachelorette party, that 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 trip to the island. Come on, somebody. Thank God that how the Lord can deliver, how the Lord can forgive. <laughs> Come on here. Yeah, don't add, yeah, I, I remember a lady, I, I remember a lady, a member of our church in Harlem, she was in a wheelchair, getting up in age. She said, I might be de- disabled, Reverend, but I'm not dead. <laughs> Come on, somebody. You can use your own creative creativity as the rest of that conversation. You have to realize Jesus sat down near the collection box. He's watching you. Here's what you need to think about. Every time you deposit your offering or pay your tithes or not pay your tithes, Jesus is watching. He can get it from you and he can get it out of you. And so, because here, here it is. And I'm not saying that you're not going to have a car breakdown or a ticket or something else, some other calamity. If you are a homeowner, there's always something. Always something. Fix one thing, something else happens. Buy something new, then all the old stuff's got to go. Or it looks out of place. Always something. Then y'all got children and grandchildren and and, and, and the Lord has blessed you with success. And they got to call you because they need some help. And they, it's not going to be long term, just going to be a little while. Just want to hold a little something until Lou gets back. Come on, somebody. I, 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 you have to realize, but Jesus sat down near the collection box, watched crowd, many rich people put large amounts and that didn't impress him because they gave it from the wrong place their surplus matter of fact they dropped it in in the new living translation they threw it in in the in the uh, uh message translation and 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 they gave large amounts but it does not mean they had the right spirit my first church had a person made a significant donation to our church and felt later that she, she was not given enough credit. Uh, I came in mad, angry. I said, you, I said, you want your hymn books back? We'll give them to you. 
<laughs> Amen. You, 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 I don't feel like the church appreciated. Who are you doing it for? Not doing it for the church, you're doing it for God. And, and if you're doing it for God, you have to understand that's where my credit comes from. It's not folk pumping me up. But, 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 but it's God showering you. And God is showering with so many blessings. If you don't get not one award, if you do not get one dinner in your honor, you have to understand God is able to meet you right where you are. Jesus is watching and Jesus is crediting you for your faith, for your faithfulness. But here it is, this poor woman came and dropped in two small coins, two pennies. She drops in. She drops it in. Verse number 43, Jesus called his disciples and said, I tell you the truth, this poor woman, widow, has given more than all the others who are making contributions. Now, what is interesting about this is that Jesus has no conversation with her. He doesn't talk to her. He, he doesn't have, he doesn't have, I, want, I need, to, need to know your tax return. I need to see your bank statement. He watched her put two coins in and Jesus knew that's all she had without a conversation. He didn't have to have a conversation because he's the one who was the author and the finisher. He is the alpha and the omega. He is the beginning and the end. He did not have to have a talk with her because he was already watching. In other words, he was on the lookout. He's on the lookout. He's on the lookout for you. Matter of fact, he was on the lookout to see what was she going to do in this distressed stage. Sometimes God is on the lookout because he wants to know how are you going to operate in the midst of a challenge. Because some people, they say, and when I get myself together, that's when was, I'm coming to church. Jesus is on the lookout. He's looking. He's watching. He knows what you give and he knows what you held on to. He knows what you give and he knows what you gambled away. Hmm? Come on, come on. If lottery tickets could talk. Again, where's our investment? I mentioned last week about Again, I love sports, and you know that. I mean, you know, you hear my sports analogies, everything. But what is becoming disturbing is how much money the gambling industry is making. And, and, and we're and we betting on all kind of stuff. You know, who's going to score how many points in the first quarter? How many three points are they going to hit during this game? We're betting on everything. I'm, I shouldn't say we. I shouldn't say we, because you, you might think that I'm, in, I'm included in that. 
but I don't want to, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want to talk about, I don't want to do they, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to talk down the person. But I want, what I do want to say is that we have to realize the temptations that are out there trying to get it out of your pocket. Marketing is interesting. Marketing, they know, they know, they know, they know. And now in this technology, the technology, they know what you like. And it appears on your screen. And how'd you know I was looking for a new car? <laughs> how'd you know I was shopping for this? And then you'll, it'll pop up right in your feed. And then you got to say, Lord, that sure enough looks good. Jesus is watching. He's watching. He's on the lookout. He's on the lookout. And he sees the essence of who you are. You can't fool him. I love this service. This is a wonderful service. I mean, I, I love all, all I love all the congregations and I love every gathering that I gather. But some but there's a certain spirit in this room at 7:30 in the morning. I mean you got to have a certain attitude to get up and go to church this early in the morning. Now, I, I will tell you, this is, this is not my favorite service in terms of if you really ask me, are you happy about getting up at 730? I'm going to tell you every time, no. But I get up because I know of the dedication and the commitment of people who fill this room right now. That's what gets me to, in this house. And so, and so I come. And I, and I come and I give, I, give it, I give it the best that I got to give. Even though if I had my rathers, I'd be getting them a little bit later than that. You know, maybe a whole lot later than that. But the God knows the essence of who you are. See, the great thing about this service is that, as you notice, generally speaking, generally, and see, again, this is knowing, knowing, knowing the dynamics of a congregation. Generally speaking, the people who join church in this service already know Jesus. Typically, they might have been at another church and they say, oh, I'm going to come here. For whatever reason, Lord leads them here, they come in here. But typically, folk who come to this service are not searching for Jesus. 1045, on the other hand, that's the, uh, You feel like going to church, Junior? Yeah, let's go. And see, today, that crowd will be challenged. And they will be challenged because it's raining outside. It's not a sunny day. You are here early in the morning in the rain. Different mentality. Same, same, it's the same sort of uh, uh, dynamic on, on, on Wednesdays at 12 o'clock. It's a different group. Different kind of group. Di different kind of folk come out at certain times. But no matter what the time is, Jesus knows the essence of who you are. And we're not here to please people, 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 people. No, we're here 
to do that which is pleasing in the eyesight of God. Here's my third point. Giving your all to Jesus will pay great dividends. Oh, I'm glad. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I'm so glad Jesus lifted me. I'm so glad giving your all to Jesus will pay great dividends. Verse 44 says, for they gave a tiny part of their surplus, but she Poor as she is, has given everything she had to live on. She gave it all. Not just a part, but she gave her entire investment portfolio was dropped in that basket. And the average person looking at it was not impressed. Matter of fact, most of us pennies Matter of fact, now they tell you, do you want to round up? Most of us, we don't even want change anymore. She said, you you still taking yours. We don't even want it. We don't even want change. You know, it used to be, uh, some of y'all remember growing up, growing up in the church, they give you a little money, and you can go to the corner store and go get you some now laters. <laughs> y'all remember, y'all remember that with that kind of church? Hey, mama, what you got? Bubble gum machine, all that kind of thing. Come, coming back, chewing, uh, you know. Yeah. Going to the, go, that was the that was the fun part of Sunday. Going to the corner store. This woman gave her all. We give our all to God, and all to God we owe. Because what would we have if we didn't have Jesus? What would we have? What, my, what would our lives be like? And the dividends of paying for this, this woman, because he said, I'm, I'm going to bless her. I'm going to bless her. I'm, I'm telling you, this woman has given you everything, and now there's a blessing on her way. Do I have a witness here? When you give to God, there's a peace that's beyond understanding. I got clapping in my hands. I got joy in my heart. I got thanksgiving on my lips. I, I don't mind praising God. And I will praise him. Even if it's early in the morning, I will give God praise. Not just with my lips, but I will praise him. Even at offering time. I love the Lord. He heard my cry. Pitied my every groan. Can't nobody do me like the Lord on the lookout. Thank you, Jesus, for looking out. Matter of fact, that's what we say sometimes. We say, good looking out. Somebody was looking out for God. And God is looking out for you. And he wants to keep you in his care. Let's pray. Lord, we You've been listening to the radio broadcast of the First Baptist Church of Highland Park in Landover, Maryland. If you want to receive a CD or DVD of what you have just heard, please call 301-773-6655 or visit us on the World Wide Web, fbhp.org. 
And remember, there's power at the park. I'm working on it.